JC. Um, I, you asked me earlier on Discord if I had seen WandaVision yet. And mm-hmm. the period of time that we had leading up to waiting to start the recording session, I watched both episodes that are out right now for WandaVision. So. No, thank you. Is that oh, anime God. or what shows no, it? Oh, it's uh, Marvel. Um, oh. The uh, Disney Plus. It's there. Oh, God. Of those, that series of series. Oh, really? Oh, I'll have to yeah, check, the, check that out. Yeah, it's interesting so far. I'm intrigued. I'll give them credit. I like how much they're committing to like the time period that they're uh, nice. sort of having the that episode happen within. Well, Wanda, like if, if it is following the movies, I'm trying to think like Wanda. Uh, well, she's like Scarlet Witch. Her vision. Oh, oh, Scarlet Witch. Yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Mad powers. Um, mad powers so i'm just trying to think so like the time frame like she's not that old like would it be is it set in like the 90s or it's, it's when's pretty, it set in? it's pretty weird like it's basically... 2023 it's taking place during 2023 but she's in like an alternate sort of pocket dimension or universe she's created for herself with oh, the magic okay. because vision is fucking dead yeah. Oh, the, okay. Uh, so this is set after it, vision. It's basically the soul like... stone that Thanos took was destroyed. Thanos destroyed it, so Vision is dead, 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 dead. So she's created this. He's part of her creation, at least for now. Basically, vision? the whole idea is like the first episode, and so far, the both episodes that are out right now basically play like an episode of some like old sitcom television show. But there's mm. some weird things that are going on, and it's kind of not quite right. And that's oh, okay. because of, as JC is sort of pointing out, the sort of creative reality that um, Scarlet Witch has spun up. And they haven't quite really revealed that to be the case yet in the show. And there seems mm. to be some other organization involved. And I would actually dispute that that might not necessarily wind up being the case, because there seems to be this question of who did this to her. That was repeated okay. in one episode, so I don't know. But I mean, there is a good chance that she did this to herself. But I mean, there could be some—I don't know—some sort of villain villainy afoot, um, given you know that stuff. But basically, the idea is like each episode. It seems like it's probably going to be playing more to like a specific like era of TV, though. Like the first episode oh, okay. is very like forties, fifties, like. TV sitcom. It's all like in black and white. And even like when they're using their powers and stuff, it's done with like the effects and kind of like the style that they would have done it on a TV show of that era. Oh, like, really? A lot okay. of it was taking after Bewitched. And For sure. they actually used, apparently, from what I've read, they've used uh, the film and the cameras that they would have used back then to like capture it so making it like extra authentic that's, that's really cool i just want to geek out for a second and point out that it sort of changes in that scene where the dude's choking yeah they change to that. a different like it's either a different film or a different camera and it's very hitchcock in that moment and it was just striking and i loved what they did there oh that was awesome because it, it was really cool too because then um, when she tells Vision to like help the dude who's choking and he like reaches his hand through his body to like get the, the thing out, um, it was cool because it actually face shifts through him, yeah. Yeah, he face shifts through him, like, it, but it, it's the same um, visual effect that they use in the movies. 
Um, so mm-hmm. the, the way that it looks as he moves through them, other than that, it's obviously in black and white, and, you know, probably a few little differences, but, you know, essentially the same idea. But when you see him do that earlier in the episode, it's done in the effects of the old show that matched that filming style. Like, he kind of, you can sort of tell how they cut, did, like, flash cuts to sort of, like, make it appear like he was phasing through it and adding this little oh, okay. sparkle effect to the video. They say that looks very retro, and it's not a very good effect but it's it's because it's doing that on purpose to mimic the effect yeah. of the time. And man, it it was I gotta say that was really cool, and I admired that commitment to that style. Um, and I was gonna make it very apparent, especially in the second episode when some of these things happen too. Like there's a shift almost in like how it's being filmed and portrayed, and you can tell that like okay, yeah, we're not just continuing like the TV show narrative anymore. There's something else kind of going on. And it's going to be interesting to see how that progresses from where we're at right now. So, I do like it when uh, content creators, like of whatever kind, uh, actually commit to things like that. That reminds me actually almost like uh, Danger 5, if you remember that show. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I forget that show. Yeah, well, I figured you'd remember me. It wasn't too long ago. I showed you that. Have you, I showed you that, JC? I don't think so i'm not sure what that is like it's great it's basically this i think it's an australian show it basically it's uh the first season is basically done like an old uh like nazi fighting sort of like pulp action series from like the 50s so it's like really bad special effects but it's also like this weird kind of almost surrealist comedy and it's fucking hilarious Anyways, that's a, a little quick recommendation for you, and uh, this is Balcony Banter. We're back. How's it going, guys? Welcome back to episode 13 of the Balcony Banter. Uh, yep. Yes, it is episode 13. We have with us Monsieur JC. Bonjour, bonjour, messieurs. Come on, Sheva. <laughs> we are having him on yet again, because he is just such a peach to have on the show. Really is oh yeah, <laughs> they can't hear my arms waving around. Psycho. <laughs> I'll just mention I can see these guys and they can see me. I can see us though. Got the cams on on the Discord call. And... Yeah, we wanted to be able to feel like we're like actually hanging out with each other when th- in reality we are not. <laughs> Someday it will be again. Um, and actually, for those in, in our um, our lovely little audience, and I, I do mean little. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I I always I gotta stop. Like I keep I keep doing these little self deprecating jokes, and then I like cringe at myself after the fact, and then it's like it'll be a meme four years later when there's like uh, <laughs> a, a retroactively there's like two point five million views on yeah, this. Uh, people yeah, watching it. When we hit six Christ. digits. I could never audience imagine movies. if there's a day where that happens. That would fuck with me. Like on a Man. mental level. I couldn't I wouldn't be able to handle it. I don't know. Back in the back in the day when I uh used to watch well, I still watch a lot of YouTube, uh, but when content creators would like make these sub specials like, Oh, thanks for getting me to like fifty K or hundred K a million and they like re- get really emotional. I thought uh, it was just really cheesy, and like they're just playing it up for the camera. But no, like it's actually like just an amazing feeling having oh, yeah. this audience and just group of people that like they know you, they love what you make, uh, they're like dedicated to you and your platform. It's just such a great feeling. 
No, I can totally understand that being the case. I mean, I just think there's, I don't know, I've heard also, like, plenty of, I don't know, there, there always sounds like, in some respects, with some creators that I follow, that there's, like, a sort of apathy towards your audience as well. I mean, not apathy, but almost like, uh, I don't know what word, what emotion be best to describe it, I guess, like, um, I wouldn't say fear, but I'd also say kind of almost like more like an anger type of thing or frustration with them, right? Because, like, I don't know, you get a fan base big enough, it always turns into, like, kind of a toxic cesspool in, in some parts of it, at least, right? So It definitely depends. Uh, like depends it, how it, big but, you are and why you get big, I guess. Yeah. Well, uh, one thing uh, I'm kind of seeing right now with a content creator I follow, uh, he's been he's took a quite a long break uh from making content and uh he's this is probably like his third maybe third or fourth like quite long break he's taken from his platform and and just like watching on twitter and comments section of his old videos it it is getting pretty toxic like i can understand like taking a break and, and stuff but like yeah your audience just like turns against you or they can yeah I've seen it happen with some creators. I mean, fucking uh, Game Grumps. I mean, they have the famous fucking Conspiracy Grumps subreddit that's, like, basically just dedicated to, like, man, Game Grumps sucks now. I mean, that's not Conspiracy Grumps. There's all... There, I know, I think there's actually another subreddit I'm thinking of that is, uh, like, just entirely just about, like, man, Game Grumps sucks now. And everybody, like, hating on it. Yeah. That's all the subreddit is. And it's, like, I don't understand the point of that, like... Why bother? Like, yeah, I like understand if... a fan sub in general, or like some sort of fan community. Like I get it, you know, you want to. It gives the creators a way to kind of reach out to the audience, and you know, they can sort of have fun and share things around it too, right? But yeah, it's I don't know the point of dedicating a whole like like who bothers to like, sit and write these big long things about why they don't like fucking oh no Aaron Hansen fucking. Like, who fucking cares? It's whatever, man. He's just a dude making a show. He's just, like, why does it matter to you and affect your life so much? Yeah, if you're going to, like, take the time to post, like, a freaking screen-long paragraph about, like, why they suck, just unsubscribe or stop following them. Yeah, it's just, like, I don't know. It's, like, they'll, they'll write these big impassioned posts, like, these these people who live, like, miles away in California and who have, like, never physically met you before have, like, somehow, like, personally offended you on, like, some deep spiritual level. And it's, like, they're probably not going to read that. And if they do, you're just going to, like, ruin their day. And, yeah, I don't know, like, sure, some people suck, but, like, I don't know, you need to... Ripples in a pond, man. Just shit on people, like, yeah. Something happens to somebody, and then they kind of like take it out on the world around them, and everybody has all these ripples and yeah, just shit happens. Of, man. You know, go with the flow, right? Mm. You don't fight go back against the wind. Well, sometimes when you want a little turbulence, you got to fight back a little bit, you know. <laughs> Yeah, but some people just, like, live for, like, the fight and, like, the trolling and the hate. They live for the fight. Yeah, no. That, <laughs> Man, that, that be it, I, wouldn't, I would never use that to describe it because it makes it sound cooler than what it is. <laughs> well, I mean, if you say, like, yeah, like, yeah, those are song lyrics, but you know what I mean, though. They just live to, like, 
see bad shit happen. You just don't understand them. Trolls. <laughs> they have layers. Oh, fucking Christ. You come, on, yeah. you come on to my fucking podcast with that bullshit, <laughs> JC. This will be the last time JC is on our episode, our show. Nah, I'm just joking. I, I expect better from you. <laughs> Shrek, Shrek references. What is this? Fucking feel like every, everyone loves. I feel like that was everyone loves a good Shrek reference. Completely. That's how we build yeah. the audience. Shrek memes. We gotta peel back the layers. <laughs> they peel themselves. Oh boy! So yeah. how are you doing, JC? What's new with you, buddy? Yeah, anything. Oh, going on? yeah, all sorts of stuff. But right at this particular <laughs> moment, I'm like, what are they? <laughs> <laughs> you know um, what? I'm there too. We're all a little. We're all a little toasty tonight. Yeah. Oh, it's Friday night. Why not? Yes. End of a long work week. What the heck? What the heck have I been doing? I don't know. Um, fretting that the world is going to explode into fucking Stop. war and chaos. Yeah. Um, I'll just there. Yeah, I'll just say it. It's it's it's. <laughs> it feels like it's looming very close. If the FBI's reports are uh, anything to go by, it's, uh... We are living through history. We really are. <laughs> that, that's some, that is a very true statement. We are living through history. It's scary history, though. It is. But, I mean, there's, there's been lots of scary history. Like, the uh, my dad, well, like, everyone's dad, really, like, lived through the Cuban Missile Crisis. Well, I mean, Ooh. if your parents were born, like, within the 60s, I guess I should say. Like, that's a scary time. The Cuban Missile Crisis, like, the world was literally under threat of nuclear destruction. And they just had to, like, accept that and just live on. But, like, I guess to be fair, like, nukes have gotten way worse since then. And one wrong button or one malfunction is all it takes to end the world. Yeah, fucking hydrogen bomb. In a lot of ways, I would say, like, we're always... Our our existence is always, you know, kind of a... Um, tenuous circumstance. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things. It's a delicate balance that we kind of exist with on with uh, with on <laughs> within. Because uh, I mean, it's it's kind of one of those things. Like I was more learning as a kid, right? Like it's you know, if the Earth in terms of its like position towards the sun were like a bit off from where it were, like things would be very different in terms of how the Earth developed and. You know that that sort of even that aspect of our existence is like you know, it's it's well, a there's, there's a there's a zone it needs to fit in and yeah. yeah it's it takes very specific conditions for it to occur but like given that there's damn near infinite number of stars out there See, we're bound to occur. About, I think it was last week actually we brought up the aliens or not last week oh yeah session we did that was a week ago well yeah it was last week so. Either one. Um, Excuse me. Space is big. Yeah, this is true. Space, space, space be big, y'all. Yeah, you know what? You know what I named my cock? Space. <laughs> so large. So, I get, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it. I really daring gamble out there and say it was the little dipper. 
Oh, oh, oh. oh. Uh, no, because you see, you got to have real balls to admit that. <laughs> it's, it's Ryan's belt. Oh, Ryan's belt. <laughs> she gives That's it three good. stars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I think every episode we've had JC on, Dick's have been brought up. <laughs> I'm glad I make you hard. <laughs> hey, I, who said anything about that? Every time I'm on, dicks go up. <laughs> <laughs> you said it, man. You oh, okay, it. I get oh, you now. My Lord. Damn, wow. you played me. In my own podcast, you played me. Holy I didn't play you, bro. You played yourself. <laughs> wow. JC coming on, just fucking taking names. Bees <laughs> is wrecked. He's done. That's it. Yeah, I'm, I'm done for the night. JC's the new host now. I'm signing off. This is Balcony Banter Survival Series. Bees <laughs> fucking got wasted. <sighs> Actually, in, in some cool news for uh, those of you in our our uh, lovely little audience that are uh, have been following uh, the ongoing saga of the actual balcony uh, and its uh, perpetual state of being in fucking construction. Uh, oh, yeah. We are pretty near a resolution to that. It's almost done, actually. I'm kind of surprised because, well, it, it's winter uh, at the time of this recording, and a lot of construction jobs tend to like get shut down during winter because obvious reasons. Yeah, I don't know. Something held it up for a long time because there was a long period where they weren't doing jack fucking shit. And well, I before we even nerves, but... before we even like started this show, your pod, your podcast, your balcony's been under <laughs> construction. <laughs> I mean, this podcast is under some work still too. I would say. Oh yeah. But, you know, uh, we're 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 keeping her going. It's in better shape but... than your actual balcony. <laughs> I don't know. She's she's getting there though. They got some siding along the bottom part of it, um, and they started putting railings up on people's balconies finally. Oh nice. Um, they got the whole front so... side of the building done. The back side here though, where we're at. Uh, they have all the railings on the, like, row of fucking apartments, like, the floor below us. Um, oh, okay. They're all done. And so that leads me to believe that we're pretty fucking close. But today was actually supposed to be the date that they most recently said it would be done by. So, <laughs> you know. Uh, another delay of that shit, but whatever. We'll get there. We're almost there. I feel like it's, we're getting real close, but we still got a little ways to go, I guess. Oh, man. man. Uh, drives me nuts when construction and stuff like that just gets delayed for no apparent reason. Yeah, it's especially if it's something that, like, kind of more direct. I mean, I, <laughs> I was going to say, I guess it's something more directly affects you, but I guess that's true of, like, anything that's kind of irritating. It's more irritating if it's actually affecting you in some way, right? Like, yeah. That's, that's kind of a given, I suppose. But. Yeah, it's, I mean, the biggest frustration for me is, like, that balcony is kind of, like, one of the best features of this apartment. And without it, yeah. it made me realize how much I really don't care for this apartment beyond <laughs> the balcony. Damn, yeah, you don't uh, know what you have till it's gone. Yeah, and it's just kind of one of those things where it's, like, wow, I just, the uh, really, like, value feature of this place has, like, been barred off from me for the longest goddamn time, so. Yeah. 
yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Are you just eating straight up cheese? Yeah, you're just eating straight up cheese. That's carrots. Oh, it's carrots? What is your, oh, yeah, okay. You, had, you said you were making stir fry for dinner, didn't you? I'm going to send you a picture of it later. It makes my dick hard. It's so <laughs> good. So, I just ate a bunch of leftovers. I had some leftover red pepper, some leftover onion, um, some leftover uh, steak strips that from wraps that I made. Um, bunch of mushrooms I needed to use up. Just like quartered the mushrooms and shit and put it in. Oil. Out of oil on the stove with some fresh garlic and ginger and sauteed all that shit up and got it nice and yummy. And then separately I mixed a bunch of like soy sauce and honey together. And then okay. poured that in. And it made it all mmm. Oh yeah, I put more ginger with the soy sauce and the, the stuff too. Um, oh, you basically made like a teriyaki sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what oh. some of that cornstarchy shit with a little bit of water, and I go, okay, boop, boop, boop. Yeah. and makes this delicious brown sauce. It's like amazing, and it was like with steak, and the mushrooms, and the red peppers, and the onions, and it all just like worked right. And I had a big, huge motherfucking tray of Iranian uh, rice. From a dinner uh, around like the New Year uh, that okay. I had frozen the leftovers. So I just took some of them, reheated it. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the carrots. I made like, it, it was like carrot strings. I like chopped them like really fine and then put them on the other side and chopped them really fine. But oh, long. Jesus. And then I crashed up a bunch of um, cashews. Um, not salted ones, just like roasted cashews. And okay. Sprinkle that over top, and oh my god, it was so good! And all the textures and the flavors, some fresh vegetables, some fried vegetable, those little the fucking strips of steak, and the the teriyaki sauce, and the the Iranian rice has a little bit of its own thing going on too. It's not like too powerful or overpowering. I mean, but it's just pleasant. So it was all just, oh God, this is leftovers and it's angelic food coming in my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Wow. It was like basically free heaven. (laughs) And I have a second. I I made it for two and I took half of it and set it aside for future me. Past me is taking care of future me. (laughs) I gotta have love for myself, you know? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> you know i've been trying to practice that same sort of sort of mantra so i feel you it is that uh that's something one of my friends always used to say like uh well when we were drinking it's like uh, oh man you shouldn't drink that much you're gonna be hung over tomorrow it's like oh that's future me's problem that's not my problem yeah. now <laughs> yeah that was like 20 year old me <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's the thing about being uh like in your early 20s uh one of my friends in college uh was like always jealous of like me because I, I was in my early 20s in college uh well i guess technically i'm still in my early 20s if you want to look at it but um uh when you're that young you don't really get hung over 
like you just have this ability of not being hungover, and she was always so well, jealous. It depends on how much it is you drank, though. Oh yeah, uh, but I just found like when I was like nineteen to like twenty-one, like I could drink whatever, and well, I mean I'm lightweight in general, but I could drink a decent amount for me, and like there there still be a, a hangover, but not nearly as bad as the hangovers now. Like oh my god, now that I'm like in my mid twenties, like hangovers are worse. They're way worse. <laughs> Than they were when I was like 20, 19 years old. No, you know, so I can you, feel that. You're, you're 25 now? I'm 24. 24. Oh, okay. okay. I'm turning 25 this year, but yeah, still 24. I will be 26 pretty soon. So the stir fry was really good. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Way to bring it back around. <laughs> Well, spe- uh, speaking of, like, uh, being a younger you, uh, what kind of kid, if you can recall, what kind of kid were you in high school? Ooh, what? very, like, right. outsider kid that kind of, like, had friends in a bunch of different social groups, but then just sit <laughs> in one place. Um, yeah, I was very tall. I was very tall when I was, <laughs> and yet you, you were, were to this you were the day. tall kid. <laughs> yeah, He's I still guess. the tall kid. <laughs> well, like, were you involved in like any like school activities? Like, were you a theater kid or like were you like a band kid? Were you like the art kid? Yes. To which one? Um. <laughs> <laughs> were you were you A, B, or C? Yes. Were you a kid? Yes. <laughs> Just joking, yeah. I'm. I did a bunch of stuff. I yes, I was in band. Yes, I was in choir. Uh, I played in bands. Like man, you you had choir in high school. Yeah, a jazz Damn. choir and like a choral. You had choir. two? Holy! Yeah, I did um, the artsy stuff. I took the visual arts courses. Ooh, and photography, like photography. And that stuff, and I did a lot of shop stuff. I built some guitars there. Oh, that's sick. Um, I did writing, writer's craft. Okay. I got like a 98 or something like that. Oh, so you were that overachieving kid. <laughs> but just in like all the arty shit. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you're the artsy kid. Uh, so I've done a lot, a bunch of everything, and now I'm just kind of like burnt out and lazy trying to <laughs> play, play music currently. Do nice. Drawing here and there, but. Hell yeah. What were you, Big B? What kind of kid were you in high school? I was a fucking nerd. I was a <laughs> weird, sometimes skeevy little nerd. I, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just. Dude, like to watch anime, and I hung out with a group of people who largely also like to watch anime or play a lot of fucking video games, and that mm-hmm. was the kind of kid I was back then. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I know. Pretty quiet and introverted back then, especially. So mm-hmm. um, I didn't really start to kind of come out of my shell a bit more until college and stuff, really. Oh, okay, yeah. That's fair. Yeah. But, That's what a lot of people tend to kind of break out of their shell. Yeah, it was kind of like one of those things where you can really track the progression. Because, like, when I was in college, there's an anime club that I joined, which is actually okay. where I met Invisifly. And we eventually, hopefully, have her on uh, as well. 
Um, and yeah, I the first year I was in college, over the three years, I attended that club like every single fucking time they had a, a thing going on. And okay. And the subsequent years after that, it just continued to drop off more and more as the semesters went on. <laughs> Uh, and I, I think in some ways that kind of speaks volumes to, to that change, but, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I got over a lot of shit and, uh, even okay. just this past year, I've gotten over a lot of shit. So it's, yeah, you know, getting, just getting myself out there more and being a bit more extroverted and a lot more oh, yeah. chill. So it's, uh, it's good. What about you bees? Uh, me, I was I was like the theater kid for the most part. Uh, like I took part part in a lot of school plays. Uh, I was also kind of like, uh, I guess the friendly nerd, like you said. Like I wasn't like, uh, I mean, oh, there's lots of I guess variations of like the word nerd. Like I was just really into like uh, video games stuff like that. But I guess yeah, for the most part, I was just the theater kid. But um, you know how in high school. Uh, how everyone is basically separated into like cliques like there's the jocks there's like the preps there's like the nerds there's like everyone's separating their own groups uh my, me and my friend group we were like i don't know like what we were i guess we were the the nerd group looking back but one thing i loved about that is we were chill with literally everyone in my school like we we like we weren't like friends with everyone but like we could easily have a friendly conversation and like chill with each other like we could i guess te- yeah we, we could could have been friends with like pretty much everyone in our school but we had a pretty small school keep in mind that's fair it was a pretty small town for you guys i mean yeah uh for the most part uh i mean i don't know about you jc but unless yeah besides like your main friend group you don't really tend to keep in contact with like a lot of people from high school like besides seeing like the odd facebook post from yeah, everyone face, facebook posts mostly um there's there's reasons at this point why there's like distance between me and anybody i knew then <laughs> it's it's been a while so shit happens you know oh yeah shit most certainly do happen i'll take well, that one well, again, I don't know about uh, about you boys, but it's it was kind of the same with college, unfortunately for me. Um, I really only keep in contact with one of my friends from college, which I'm still I'm still really good friends with her. Uh, but yeah, everyone else just like dropped off the See, earth. That's which like the opposite nuts. for me because most oh, of the really? friends that I still have right now are from college. Uh, JC nice. actually included. Uh, Hell yeah! With, uh, like Dingo and Dougie and even Zoo and. I mean, like I said, Invisifly, I met her through uh, going back. College and work at this point for me as well. What's our JC? Yeah, I would imagine so. (laughs) What'd you say, though, JC, sir? It's just college and work, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Ooh. Barracuda. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw some shooting stars last. Saw oh, really? Star movements, man. Ooh. Did you uh, make a wish? Yes. Oh. What well, you... I mean, it should come true. So now I need to go around and collect all the star fragments. What did you... Well, no, I can't ask you what you wished for. Cause then <laughs> yeah, then it won't come but true. What, what was... The a button to wish. Give me, like, a vague... 
some vague notion of what this wish was related to. Like maybe like I don't know what what sort of what was the theme of the wish? That a star fragment would be on the beach the next day. Oh, you were playing Animal Crossing. <laughs> oh, he just baited us. Wow. Wow. I did not bait anybody. You baited yourself. Here, here I am. Like, oh, that was a my, bait. my beloved, my beloved friend of many years. Yeah, you're just saying your friend from college. How he, you're how he witnessed this, this beautiful celestial event, and it was a fucking Nintendo game, a video game. All it says, I saw a fucking flying star, and now I got a star fragment. A flying star. Flying star. Shooting star. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's 2021. Oh. Um. We are in a state of emergency currently, where we live. Mm. Yep. Uh, yep. The world is locked down. Uh, there's a potential civil war about to break out, like less than an hour drive from where we live. Uh, that's yep. Yikes. Um. So Maybe. how are y'all doing? Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, not too bad. I mean, just glad to be Canadian at least. <laughs> yeah, I'm very grateful for that. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, no, I mean, I'll give you that, hopefully. I don't know. Yeah, it's, uh, it's rough. I don't know. I'm kind of just trying to focus on me right now, really, which... I mean, yeah, me, me, me and the people like closest to me is that's really just kind of where my concern is at. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I get pretty frustrated and, uh, kind of down about it sometimes. Uh, just kind of the state of the world, I guess. And, you know, you can't fix it. And there's no point fretting over everything because there's, you can only really control what you can control. And I mean, yeah. But I mean that also doesn't mean you shouldn't try to fight for something better either. And I you know I I certainly don't mean to say that like it's not like you you know, we we not as though that we as like uh not hopeless uh, people don't have a, any sort of chance of fighting back to make things better. Um I just got a lot going on with me in terms of my life right now and in terms of my own uh mental health and stuff, so that's just kinda it for me. This is sort of the better, healthier option for myself right now, and that's just what I got to do. So, it's like JC said earlier about the self love and stuff, right? <laughs> exactly. Yep. Yep. I mean, we're all stuck here. We're stuck in our own space, right? So we have to self regulate now. You know, we're not going to a place and coming and having different locations and smells and sights and all that to indicate the different parts of our day. Like we literally have to be the ones to navigate through our days. Yeah. yeah. Well, something that you brought up earlier in the episode there, Big B, uh, you're saying like you you were making these like kind of self-deprecating jokes. Uh, I honestly like, obviously you don't want to go too hard, but I don't think that's entirely bad because like life's too short not to be able to laugh at yourself every now and then. No, and, and that's a true point too. I just, I, I have a tendency to do it to kind of like, I don't know, 
uh, use it as kind of a defense against things that I'm feeling anxious about, I guess. And mm. that's something I try to want to try to avoid to a certain degree. But no, you're not wrong. I mean, there's nothing wrong with self-deprecating humor. Well, I mean, that's kind of like, I guess, my, I guess, yeah, life motto is like, yeah, life's too short not to be able to laugh at yourself. So you just gotta be able to enjoy everything, really. No, I, I agree with that. I, I try to, like, I, I want myself to be, like, the optimist and to be, like, mm -hmm. you know, um, try to be, like, forgiving and stuff, especially to, um, you know, I believe second chances are important. And, you know, like, I, I generally want to be, like, you know, try to enjoy things and get the most enjoyment out of, you know, my day-to-day -day as I can because that's to me the whole point of you know being alive is you're here to experience things there's there yeah, is no exactly. other point beyond that so if you're not enjoying your experience then i mean that's you need to change what you're experiencing to something that you enjoy right or make exactly, it yeah. something you enjoy and you know that's making whatever changes you need to to do that but i mean it's also you gotta know, do what feels good exactly but it's also being, like, a good, mature person in a sense, too, right? Because, I mean, you can't just do whatever you want. It's, you know, you have to have so... respect and care for other people. and Oh, yeah. People outside of yourself. And recognizing that, too, is, I think, a big sign of maturity. And something that I think is really lacking in the world today, I think. Just a little humility? Yeah, really. And... But I mean, that's it, right? Nobody wants to appear weak, and I can understand but, I mean, that. People, but people, I think a lot of people conflate kindness for weakness, and I think that's kind of sad. That yeah, that is very sad. Well, the thing that kind of gets me the most about, I guess, a lot of things is um, like people hold their like their own pride or their own ego like too high. It's like if you even like yeah. think of like insulting it ever so minorly, they just like lose all character they get angry it's like like i just don't understand that yeah people can be real ugly especially yeah, like if it's... they feel threatened or feel like they're you know and i mean yeah, i'm like, not trying to talk like i'm above that shit too, so. oh no yeah like you want it's okay to be prideful in yourself you don't know what somebody somebody is going through in the rest of their life leading up to that event like yeah that's your interpretation of what's going on right but no but i, I think what bees means too is also just like you know being like uh like really full of themselves and thinking that like they're the most important I agree the sentiment of a, don't be a cunt but well yeah i mean you know that's not a bad yeah. way to put it either uh <laughs> but the big problem is usually the people that our cunts don't really realize that they're cunts, and that's the problem. I mean, you just really... Every adult's, like, said to our, us every once in a while, well, like, just treat others how you want to be treated. But that's the thing. Then you get all those people who make excuses, right, where it's like, well, that person doesn't deserve to be treated that way because they acted so-and-so in such-and-such a way or said something to so-and-so or, you know, whatever, right? So, I don't know. It's... It's a lot of things, but it's a, really a lot of it's just projection. And yeah. yeah. This is a... This video call is taking some weird turns. I'm looking up JC's fucking schnoz right now. So he's making fish faces at him with his <laughs> job. 
This is the strangest angle to be viewing this man's face in. <laughs> That's, uh... Yeah, I'm not as into that. <laughs> Staring down the tongue tube. Christ, what the fuck? What am I witnessing? <laughs> Listeners, you can't see the horrors before my eyes, but let me tell you, it is fleshy, writhing, moist, and strange. And none of it good. Man, oh, wow, it's so Actually, now that you bring that up, like the word, well, the word moist, I don't understand how some people can think <laughs> wow. like. Okay, hold on. That's this is a, fucking this is a tangent. segue off of. Well, okay, well, this is something I've actually been wanting to talk about. I just can't keep. I just keep forgetting. <laughs> I've been waiting for this fucking opportunity. I remember this whole now. episode for someone to say the word moist, <laughs> so I can jump um, in on that shit. That's something that kind of blows my mind. Some people find <laughs> the word moist and like just words in general gross. Like you oh, say the word and they just like it's shut. It's just because they're being prudish or because they're being too shy about it. It's whatever. It's just like you know, someone brings up you know some fucking sexual term. People are like, ooh, that's racy. It's whatever. oh, not even. Well, I mean, maybe for some people. <laughs> but like, I, I I don't know. Moist is. I think it's mostly the sexual connotations, but go go on, these. Oh, I was gonna say, like, I know some people, like, if you just bring up the word, they just look at you with anger. And, like, I just don't understand that. Like, it's just a word. I don't know, man. Just, like, I just think of it this way, right? Like, would you prefer it moist, or would you prefer it crusty? Exactly. Ooh. You want it moist. Depends. Crusty, is, is, I can understand bothering pizza? you. Pizza? I don't are know we if talking I want about crusty pizza? pizza though. Oh, I mean, if you if you're eating pizza moist crusts pizza, are then... okay, but I don't mean like I don't want my whole pizza to be crusty. I want a little moisture in there with the sauce, you know. Yeah, but I mean, if you pick it up and it's sopping wet, then it's like, well, uh... no, you don't want it like that. <laughs> but you want like the no. moisture of the sauce. Oh you yeah, don't want... you don't. You don't want the whole pizza to be dry and moist. Crunchy. Yeah. Moist. Well, like that just that kind of uh, is a different, another segue. Uh, JC <laughs> ASMR here on this fucking episode, Christ. It's visual ASMR for you. Oh, good lord! Well, boys, this has been a a wild, it's a pretty uh, good episode. A wild, weird one this week. I have it, no idea how you're going to make a cohesive episode out of our discussion tonight. <laughs> uh, well, I think we're going to have a little discussion. more discussion. Uh, well, I don't know. we got to see. It's it's a little uh, up in the air as to who's got the editing duties right now, I think. And uh, Oh, yeah. We're, we'll, we'll, we're we'll, still deciding on that. We'll, we'll sort that out here shortly. But I think in the meantime, I think it's... Uh, no time to wrap things up, I think. I think this might be a good note to wrap her up on. It's been a... This has been a fun one, though, JC. We, we appreciate it. Yeah. On. This has been a very fun episode. Oh, no worries. Thank you for coming on. We always appreciate uh, <laughs> your beautifulness joining us. Absolutely. <laughs> it's always a good time having you here on the balcony. We look forward to the next time we have you. And we look forward to the next time you guys come visit us, viewers, listeners. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much. You the, the, <laughs> the, the strange eyes and I'll ears peering into us at the, the apocalypse. apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, if we survive the apocalypse. <laughs> but for those of you who are still around after said apocalypse, we thank you very much for joining us on this special episode. Thank you as always. And it's the 13th thank you episode. as always to Blackbird Bell music for the intro and outro. I apologize. Man, I gotta get my shit together. <laughs> sloppy here tonight. This is a crazy one, but You're we're at the end of our journey. This has, been, this has been Balcony Banter. I've been Beas. I've been Big B. And we thank you very much for joining us on this latest episode of the Balcony Banter. And we will see you next week. Peace Bye-bye. Slice. Wait, he just straight up left. Wait, what?